What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Stoop Life Podcast. If today is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My name is Bob. I am your host, and I'm glad to have you guys all here with us. So if you guys are listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you guys check us out on all social media platforms. We do a lot of videos for the podcast on YouTube. The YouTube name is Stoop Knockout, so go search for them. I'm not doing this one on videos, only on audio. Uh, so go check out all the other stuff we got on there. Follow us on Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. All one word. We changed it to make it easier for everybody to find and follow us. And we do a lot of content on there on Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. Now, if you go to the Instagram, click on the link. You can find our Facebook group. If you are on Facebook, you're not on Instagram, be sure to check us out on Facebook at The Stoop Life, colon, everything sports and fantasy football. Be sure to follow our group because in the group, we do a lot of discussions, a lot of debates. That's where all of the content gets transferred to. So be sure to check us out on Facebook because that's the main focus we do. Follow us in there. Comment, post on there, and let us know what you think about, about the podcast, about everything we do. So again, follow us on all social medias. And if you do follow us, be sure to reach out to us, talk to us, let us know where you're from, what sports teams you're involved with that you like, what sports teams you, you, you hate, because we all hate the Cowboys, so let us know that you hate the Cowboys, and we'll, we'll prop you up. Um, we also love that encourage people to come on to the podcast. We originally started this podcast because we wanted to show what sports were for people. Not just us, but for everybody. Why people got into sports, why they still love sports, etc., etc. We encourage you to come on if you have a cool story about why you got into sports or why you coach sports or whatever. Reach out to us. We'd love to have you to come on the podcast and do that. Or if you just want to come on and shoot the shit about a certain sports topic, we'd love to have you come on too. So please reach out to us. And if you could, guys, if you could please share the podcast, we greatly appreciate it. And more so, if you guys all have something that you want us to share or that we can help collaborate with you on, reach out to us because we would do that gladly. Now today, today's episode is going to be about the NFL. But guys, we don't only just talk about the NFL, we talk about all sports, but right now football season's on, so you know football is going to be the main focus for pretty much every single sports podcast. But we do also talk about MMA a lot, we do also like to talk about college football, we like to talk about baseball with the playoffs coming up, we will be talking about that, we talk about the NBA, we talk about everything. But today's episode is going to be about the NFL, and it's going to be overreaction Monday, hot takes, predictions going forward, and victory Monday for some teams. It's week two of the NFL, so I think we go along with the concept of week one to understand that pretty much everything right now is still an overreaction. But, but guys, you got some... Some things that aren't question marks, that aren't overreactions right now, I mean. We got a lot of 0-2 teams. And a lot of people say, oh, well, it's only two games into the season. They added that extra game. A lot of these teams will be fine. 
But let's talk about one one team in particular. Because a lot of times you say, oh, oh you're 0-2, don't hit the panic yet. How about them Cincinnati Bengals? Now, last year they started off 0-2. This year they started off 0-2. But you got a whole different vibe of that 0-2. So I'm, I'm not overreacting when I'm hitting that fucking panic button as hard as I possibly can right now already for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the reason I'm hitting it is because of Joe Burrow. Over the offseason, he got hurt. He hurt his calf. He re-injured it again. We don't know how bad that is yet. They didn't say it's that bad. But the fact that he is playing like he is right now is question mark in itself, panic in itself. They're 0 and 2. <clears throat> That's not really what I'm worried about. <clears throat> what I'm worried about is Joe Burrow. Right now, he's 41 for 72 <clears throat> with only 304 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. That sounds like one game, right? Yeah. Uh, but the problem with him is right now, it looks like he doesn't have a lot of oomph, a lot of uh, power on his throws. So my my reaction right now, being a fantasy owner of Joe Burrow in two leagues, is hit the fucking panic. This guy is not healthy. This guy is hurting. I would not be shocked to see if this guy sits out, goes to IR, and misses four games. Because you can clearly tell by watching him play that he's not healthy. But how bad is it? It's time that the Cincinnati Bengals actually sit down and be serious. They got a lot of questions going forward. You got T. Higgins, freeze in here. I get it. You want to win now. But you got to do something with this offense in Cincinnati. If Joe Burrow is hurt and you want to keep him out there, that are going to maximize the rest of that team to allow Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow to heal while he's playing. Because what they're doing right now is not helping at all. Pin the panic. Let's go another 0-2 team. The Los Angeles Chargers. When in history have you seen a team go 0-2 in any span, lose two games in a row while scoring 58 points and having zero turnovers? I'm in the panic on them because of a few things. Terrible clock management and terrible defenses. You score 58 points and you lose two games, you got to panic. And the reason I'm panicking is because there was a lot of question marks with this team coming into the year, mainly with their coach in Brandon Staley. And right now he's getting a big X mark. He was already sitting on a hot seat. They brought in an offensive coordinator and, and more who, who a lot of people thought could have got a coaching job somewhere else. Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. They lose again this type of way, scoring 30 points and losing. Brandon Staley might get fired like next week. So, Brandon Staley, you suck. You suck. All you Chargers fans out there, I feel bad for you because every year, every year, the Chargers have outstanding talent on both sides of the football, and they seemingly do not produce wins. 0-2. How much longer are they going to lose playing this way? I don't see it changing because they fucking suck because their coaching sucks. But, hey, it's overreaction. They're 0-2, but they're not going to make the playoffs. A lot of you said they won it. Hey, looking like they might not right now. Another 0-2 team. How about the New England Patriots? 
I'm not necessarily hitting the panic on them yet. Because honestly, they actually look a lot better than I thought they were going to look. Yeah, they're 0-2, but look what they did. They put up points against Philly. They were decent. They stayed, They got, got a good game last night, the other night against Miami. They didn't get killed. They didn't get blown out. The only problem with them is their offense is so bad that they have a lack of talent again. Unless they make a trade, they're not going to keep, they're not going to stay in it. In the beginning of the year, a lot of people thought they were a questionable playoff contender. Right now, I still think, even though they're 0-2, first time being 0-2 under Bill Belichick since 2001, I think they could kind of slightly hit the panic button. I don't think they're slamming it down yet because, like I said, they had two good games, two good performances, lackluster losses, honestly. Um, so I think, I think they got a lot of question marks you got to fill in, though. But unlike the other two teams, I don't think they're as bad position. You know, if they, they bring in a wide receiver, they, they do some schemes that they can uh, do on offense to score, we'll see. They might actually turn it around. <clears throat> now let's talk about our favorite. Outscoring opponents so far, 70-10. to 10. Wow. How about them Super Bowl champions, the Dallas Cowboys? Is that still an overreaction, guys? You know, I'm, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles guy. I, I hate to say it, but honestly, I don't think it's really an overreaction right now because if you had to ask me right now, the defensive player of the year is clearly Micah Parsons. Dallas Cowboys can win the entire league if they keep playing how they're playing because their defense has been that spectacular. Now, a lot of people want to say, oh, they played some subpar teams. They played the Jets and Giants. But it don't matter. You play who you play. In the NFL, you can't say, oh, the competition's bad. Because year to year, you never know. Game to game, you never know. These teams have dominated. Cowboys dominated both of them. Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling so far, so far, has been phenomenal. He hasn't had any situations where he's actually had to, you know, be put under pressure. He hasn't been put in any situations where he's had to manage the clock yet. But right now, Cowboys are looking phenomenal. Cowboys are looking like right there with the, the Niners Super Bowl favorites. Now let's talk about Super Bowl champions last year. How about Kansas City? Yeah, they won yesterday. They're one and one. But I think they're in trouble, guys. I'm going to tell you why they're in trouble. Because, number one, their offense looks like shit. Not a lot of people are going to talk about it, but the enemy's gone. A lot of these, these uh, techniques that they put into the, into the games aren't coming up because the enemy's gone. They look like shit two weeks in a row. This week, they had a lot of guys that were actually able to catch the ball. Tony caught the ball. Uh, Sky Moore caught the ball. They had Travis Kelsey back. But they were still unable to produce a lot of first downs. They weren't good on third down. They, 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 they didn't really do a lot. Luckily, their defense has stood up and has looked phenomenal. The only problem is with them guys is they got no offensive tackles. Patrick Mahomes just restructured his contract, which is great. And you guys know why they did that. Because they need to get a fucking tackle. They need to get a lineman to protect Patrick Mahomes so he can have time in the pocket. If they don't get that, Kansas City is going to have a tough time 
getting out of round one in the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs because their conference right now looks like shit. You got the, the, the fucking Chargers can't win the game. The Raiders are the Raiders. And Denver, Russell Wilson, just sucks. So if they're going to make the playoffs, they're probably going to win their division easily, even at a 500 record. But they're not going to get past them good teams in the playoffs if they don't get a tackle. Kansas City, you are in trouble. But guys, we already know they're going to win the Super Bowl because they ain't been a team to win back-to-back Super Bowls in like 30 years. So, hey, here you go. Kansas City, they're still in trouble, though. Now let's talk about Denver. We talk about Denver, right? 0-2 under Sean Payton. Sean Payton's coming around. He's going to switch things up. Wow. Talk about an implosion. Denver, you suck. You're done. Start over. Trade everybody. That's your best option. How about the New York Giants? Biggest comeback win in franchise history, and you lose Saquon Barkley. Well, they didn't lose him yet, but high ankle sprain for Saquon Barkley, and it just shows you why you don't fucking pay players that hold out. This is why the the guys don't want to pay the running backs. Saquon Barkley already hurt. They got a Thursday night game. He's probably not going to play. You're killing everybody, Saquon. All that talent in the world can't stay healthy. Running backs, you want money? Well, tell this guy to stop fucking getting hurt. It's not even like he got hurt getting tackled. He got hurt running. But whatever. He'll be all right. How about Tempeh? No time. No problem. Show him what Baker Mayfield can do when you actually protect him. You know, uh, he's played on a lot of these teams where he didn't have any protection and he got his ass whooped, got hit. But you give Baker Mayfield some talent, you give him some time in the pocket, what's he do? He's produced. They're 2-0. and Looking like the best team in the South right now. We'll see. We'll see if it keeps up. I don't think it's going to keep up. But as of right now, they're 2-0, and they're going to easily win the South. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Now, guys, it's only week two, so don't really overreact to a lot of things. But what I do want to overreact to is this. If you do not think that the NFL is fixed, you're crazy. Number one point, did you guys watch the Denver-Washington game? Couldn't fix that end of the game. <clears throat> Denver's down. They throw like a 60-yard Hail Mary. It bounces off like four people. They catch it, get a touchdown. Unbelievable. Can't, can't, can't write that up. Can't fix that. Nothing. But what you can fix is the next play. The two-point conversion, which had blatant pass interference. With the referee looking right at it. And what do they do? Nothing. No call. Game over. Referees run off the field. Why? Because they needed that line to be where it was for the over-under and for Washington to keep the cover. Unbelievable. And maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't rigged. Maybe the refs didn't help them out. Whatever. There was, there, maybe not. But did you guys watch the Rams-Niners game? Now, if you want to think that these players, coaches, and everything don't know what these lines are and don't know what they need to hit, go watch the ending of that game. Rams-Niners. When in history is the team down by 10 with the ball in the fourth quarter with a minute left and they're not even trying to score a touchdown? They're, they're literally just 
running the ball, and as time expires, what usually happens? They usually still throw up a touchdown play, something, or they kneel the ball so nobody gets hurt. No, 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 not the Rams. Not the Rams. McVay kicks a field goal as time expires. Not helping them. It makes them down by seven instead of ten. But what happened? What was the line? Line was six and a half. What happened? They covered the line. Unbelievable. They, they literally literally throw this shit in your face. Now, guys, look at life itself in general with politics and all this shit going on. What happens when, when these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists come out? They throw shit in your face on, on a movie. They throw shit on your face on, on a commercial or a quick YouTube video or some shit. And then everybody goes, oh, well, they're just joking, blah, blah, blah. No, they literally throw this shit in your face. So they're like, oh, yeah, we do it. But you're dumb as fuck. What are you going to do about it? And people think it's, oh, these people are crazy. They literally do this shit with the NFL, too. They literally have made these commercials about the NFL being scripted. And, and people think it's a joke. And then this happens this week. This type of game. And people just blow it off like it's a joke. No. The referees help script the fucking game. Now, if you think that's an overreaction, go back and watch some of these games and some of these calls. Monday night fucking football. Dolphins, Patriots. Patriots get the ball, fourth down, end of the game. They do a, a pass to the tight end. Tight end throws it back to the, the lineman. The lineman goes up for the first down. Now, if you're watching it, if you see where the marker is for the first down, he clearly got the first down. Even the announcer said he got it. They reviewed the play. No first down. Game over. Now, if they would have got it, they would have had a chance to possibly score and possibly screw up the lines. But the referees decided, oh, we can't allow them to have another chance if the game's over. Now, if you go back and watch all these other games, this happens in every game. There are plays in every single game. Thursday night football. There was three plays in the fourth quarter that the referees called or did not call that allowed Minnesota to come back and score, to cover the line and go over. Now, I talked to people before that game. 79% of the people, there's websites that you can go on to look where the money's being placed and where the bets are being placed. 79% of the money was placed on the Eagles minus six and a half. 90% of the money was on the under 48. So what happened? Referees in the fourth quarter allowed Minnesota to come back. Minnesota ends up scoring a touchdown, ends up covering the line, ends up going over. So if you look at these type of numbers where the money's being placed on games and then compare them to what's happening, you can watch and see that the referees are calling plays or not calling fouls that are affecting these scores. Not every single play is affected, but it's being affected. My overreaction for the year is this. You're not going to win as many bets as you have in history. You're actually going to lose more because the script is being written, guys. And I'm going to fuck what you say, what you want to call us. It is what it is. The NFL is a joke right now. And week two, we already see multiple cases. But anyway, guys. 
that's my overreactions. That's my takes for the week. 2-0. Go Birds. Fuck the Cowboys. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We'll be back. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody.